Hi there. My name is Preston Puto. Welcome to the Lake Ridge Community Church Podcast. This is where we share some of our messages from Sunday mornings. So we're glad you're here to listen. We'd love for you to join us in person. We meet on Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. at Our Lady of Wisdom School here in Chestermere. At our core, we're a community of people. So we gather on Sundays, but we also do a lot in the week together. We are people learning to follow Jesus and love our city. So to learn more, visit lakeridgecommunity.com. Hope to check in and visit with you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. Jesus, who is the source of our hope. Join me in reading the dark part, or the bold part there. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of hope in our times of emptiness. We light the candle of peace, knowing that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of peace in our times of uncertainty. Light the candle of joy, knowing that our comfort and help Come from God. We light the candle of love, knowing that God is love revealed to us in Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and lived among us full of grace and truth. In him was life, and that life was the light of all. We light the Christ candle, knowing that Jesus is our hope, our peace, our joy, and our source of love. If I could be nerdy for a second, I made this candle. It took me three years. I made this candle with the beeswax from my bees in my backyard. I'm very proud of it. If anybody's hung around with me for a while, I've told you my arts and crafts project called Making a Christ Candle. I thought it was stuck in the PVC pipe, but I got it out. And so now we have a Christ candle here. Uh, This, well, wow, I should make YouTube videos or something. No, and I hope it burns and I hope it stays lit because I'm not really good at this, really. I'm not. But I found this very, very old language, uh, which I thought was, was good, and bear, bear with me. I'm, I'm going to get to the message here in a bit, but I'm going to read something very, very old, and it says this. On this your night of grace, O Father, accept this candle, a solemn offering, the work of bees in your servants' hands, an evening sacrifice of praise, this gift uh, from your most uh, beloved church. But now we know the praises of this pillar, which glowing fire ignites for God's honor. A fire into many flames, divided, yet never dimmed by sharing its light. For it is fed by melting wax, drawn out by mother bees, to build a torch so precious. O truly blessed night, when things of heaven are wed with those of earth, and divine to the human. So this was a tradition that went back a long time, almost at the beginning of the church, where they have this thing called a Christ candle. And now I know how much work went into one of these things. It took me a long time to get enough beeswax for it, but I finally got it, and it's going to glow here this evening. And in a moment, we're going to share even more of this. Welcome. Are you ready for science with uh, Preston? I didn't do so. I was doing social studies in English. Science, not so, so, so much. So I'm probably going to get this wrong. And if you want to text me after, it is fine. 
Christmas Eve Science with Preston. Did you know that there are colors you can't see? This is what me and my girls talk about late at night. We lay in bed, and I'm like, like I want to with their mind, you know? Pfft. I said, did you know there's colors you can't see? Dad, impossible. I said, did you know dogs can only, they have like two receptors. And so they are called dichromats, meaning that they can only see really in black and white. But you, you humans, did you know that you are trichromats. This is big news. Trichromats, meaning you have these three different receptors that makes you see like a million colors. That's amazing. You're gifted with, with, with that. You can just look around now and go, wow, I'm grateful for those extra receptors in my eyeballs. I can see things. But lest you get too hot on yourself here, did you know there's some animals, bear with me, it's hard to imagine, did you know there's some animals and they're called tetra chromats. They're called, they're birds and bees. They can see 100 million colors. Like a hundred, like so much more than you and I can imagine. Now, we have a hard time imagining that something could see colors that we can't see. Luckily, I have become a bit of a flashlight nerd in the last little while. My wife is going to be like, you're, you're about to talk about flashlights. I'm really fascinated by flashlights. And I got two kinds of flashlights here. One, this is a flashlight. Look at, look at that. I, I've been walking around the house, shining it out of my house. That is the brightest flashlight ever. And my neighbors, bless them, are, are beside me going, whoa, sorry. I, this is, wow, that, I, I got a whole crowd. I get, this is dangerous. So, this, this sermon's going bad quick. So anyway, you can see, I'm just checking your trichromats to make sure that, that, that look, people are rubbing their eyes over there. Okay, anyway, danger, right? And later we'll have fire. Don't worry, it's all going to work out. The, this, this flashlight can see things, but I want to show you another one here. Did you know that with a certain type of flashlight, you can see invisible things that you've never seen? This is called a UV flashlight. Now, normally, you, like, you could shine it, and it doesn't show much, but it reveals certain things that are uh, on the UV spectrum. And if I shine it on things like my shirt and everything, you can see, look, like stains and weird things. And so we're walking around the house, and it kind of looks like a crime scene if you look with this, because it reveals everything. But even more, if you take this and go to plants, plants go, there's colors you did not know existed all over flowers. Now you're going to take your UV lights, I'll tell you which, which one's a good one to get. But you'll get your UV light, you'll go over, and it gives you a li- just a little glimpse. It's just one part of the UV spectrum that gives a little glimpse of a whole bunch of colors that you will never see even with this. It's, 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 it's like a hint at what bees and birds see. But you'll never see it all. But with this, you'll see a little bit. And flowers come alive. My carpet comes alive. I'm like, we need a carpet cleaner here. Like, I see everything with these lights. We only see what we can see, and so we live with our trichromatic eyes. We live around and we think, this is it. I can see everything that I can see, and I am fine. On this narrow band of colors, but there's so much more going on around us. In this room, even right now, even if it's dim and dark, there are colors and waves all throughout this room. There's radio waves, microwaves, infrared spectrum rays, ultraviolet rays, x-rays, and gamma rays. All of that's happening in this room, and you can only sense a little bit of it. 
And so we think that this is all that is here. We can only sense with our body a small section called visible light. It's like this big on the full spectrum of what can be seen all around us. It's kind of like a baby in a womb. When a baby is in a womb, if I got a chance to talk to a baby in a, in a womb and say, did you know there's a whole bunch more going on around you? I'd say, yeah, it's great. I'm warm. I'm snuggly. This pipe feeds me. What else is there? If I tried to describe to a baby in a womb what they were going to experience outside, A, they wouldn't understand English. <laughs> they just could hear all day long, right? They, they wouldn't know what I'm saying. They wouldn't know what I'm explaining to them. They wouldn't know what a horizon is. They wouldn't know what it is to walk. They wouldn't know most of the things, but yet right in the womb as they're walking along, they're actually encapsulated always in the world that they're about to be a part of, right? Do you see what I'm saying here? They are walking around fully present in the real world, but there's this thin layer of flesh called their mother's carrying womb that's carrying them through this world. But you know what? In nine months, something's about to change, right? They will emerge and they will experience life like they've never experienced it before. And guess what the parent does first thing? They embrace that child. The way that a child enters into the world to know how to live as a human in the world is to be embraced by a family. And so we're going to show you how to live. We're going to teach you to walk. We're going to feed you. We're going to teach you words, and you're going to blabber along and mess up our carpet, and it's going to be wonderful. They come alive. The only way that Jesus was able to get us a sense of what the kingdom of God is like is to come to us. No great words of wisdom would explain it to us. Nothing would reveal to us what God is about to do in the world simply through explaining something to us. God came to us. Say, there's more going on than what you see. There is more that meets the eye here. You only see a bit. I want to show you a bunch. Christmas is a reminder that what you see is not everything. You think that you know the whole story. I can convince myself I know the whole story. But guess what? There are more colors and more to experience in the kingdom of God that has come near and is growing in us. And it's a longer story unfolding here. And if you've forgotten today who you are, where you are, whose you are, and what is real and what is true about you and the world around you, well, the manger is where we remember today. This is where forgetful people remember. It was for those who were waiting for Jesus, waiting long. Ancient voices, they spoke boldly of the coming of God into this world. And that in the darkness, God would meet his people in their hard experience and tell them, this is not the whole story. God's kingdom is coming. Isaiah said, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness, and I will take you by your hand, and I will keep you, and I will make you to be a covenant for, my, for the people, and a light for the Gentiles, to open the eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. The great hope was that there was going to be something that would come alive, that they would see the world as it is. It's a whole new reality. These people were longing for it. They had a hint of it, but they couldn't see colors that they didn't know existed. A new God way of living existed, and God was going to show them how. Like emerging from a dark place, God would come and hold their hand and gently help them step into the light. He would do it. 
Colossians 1.13. I'll put it up on the screen here. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. This is what, this is what Paul is saying to this church in Colossae. He's saying, God is rescuing us. He's bringing us into the kingdom. He's birthing us. You're going to be born again into this new way of living. You will see things. You'll go from dark into light. And Jesus said it too on the next one. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. With a flashlight shining it over like I blinded everybody over there. He's like, if you walk with me, I know the way. I have the light. It is by Jesus that we see. It is by Jesus that we make sense of the world. Not in black and white, but with him we get to see full color. We can see the contours of God's work in the world. We can make out the beauty of grace, compassion, forgiveness, and mercy. We see that with these new eyes. It's by Jesus that we see that the meek, the poor, those who mourn, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and peace, that they'll be met and filled, Jesus says. Those are new eyes that he gives us to see. It's by Jesus that we see our sins' forgiveness and his embrace. It is by Jesus that we see each other as beloved, not as an enemy or somebody to be trodden over, but embraced as well. It's by Jesus... by Jesus that we see that we have much, much more, that we're always provided for. Jesus says to his followers, follow me. We must stay close to Jesus to see, to have our hearts softened and changed, learning to trust him. This happens at Jesus' side, no other place. We are born again, Jesus says. He said that, that we're not meant to stay in a dark place, but we're meant to emerge out and learn his language, learn how to walk with him, learn how to live like him, Learn how to be with him, but it only begins with him. Learning to walk and talk in God's world, in God's way. We once went, when I was a kid, I think we went to South Dakota, and there was this cave system there. And, and, and Dad maybe remembers this, but we went into these caves, and you went way down deep. There was like lights on. It was really touristy. And we went really down deep, and they said, we're going to turn off the lights. So they flicked off the lights, and it was dark. And the guy said, try to see, your, see if you could see your hand. And I remember as a kid, I might have been 10, I was like this, and I could not see my hand. I was waving it. I was doing everything. And then I did this. I opened my eyes wider, right? <laughs> I thought, if, if I can just get them wide enough, I'll be able to see my hand in front of me. And do you think I could? No. <laughs> the light, and they went later, and they eventually flicked on the light, and then, and then I could definitely see. There's nothing that I brought to the table in that moment that could help me see. I needed an outside source. C.S. Lewis, he says this in this quote. He says, I believe in Christianity. That is everything about the hope of Jesus. I believe, or as I believe that the sun has risen. Not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. You see, the light is not something that we muster up. (laughs) No more opening of Preston's eyes would have been able to help me see my hand in front of me. The good news of Jesus, though, is that you do not have to be self that you do not have to be self-sufficient. You do not have to be better, smarter, richer, or more enlightened by your own strength. This is something from outside, from a person. 
If I could only find better self-improvement techniques or maybe some more self-awareness. If I just had one more Instagram post to inspire me, one more, then I'll be able to see the world as it's supposed to be. If I conjure up light and willpower to push through. No, in fact, the good news of Christmas is that the hope we have comes from outside. The hope we have is from a light that switches on in the name of a person named Jesus who has come to us. God come to us and he's entered into our world that we might see him and everything else by him. His name is Jesus and he had you in view when he said, I am the light of the world. He is light for you. The angels, when they appeared to the shepherds, they said four really important things. These are four things that I carry closely. First one they said is, don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid. The second one is, I'm bringing you good news. Then they said, you will recognize him. That means Jesus. You'll recognize Jesus and you'll find him. Don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news. You'll recognize him and you'll find him. And guess what the only response from the shepherds had to be? Well, let's go see this thing. <laughs> this is our journey of faith for us. This is the pattern for you and me today. Jesus invites us to follow him. He says, Preston, don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news. You will recognize me and you will find me. And so today, our response is the same. Our response is to say, show me this thing that's happening. <laughs> Let me see. I want to see, Jesus, what you are lighting up. So today we say with all of those who have gone before us, let's see. Let's see this thing that has happened. Come, Jesus, show us what it is. So we tonight are going to light some candles. And the light that we have received from God, it is a gift. It's a gift that actually is meant to share. And as I read before in that really old-fashioned opening thing, is that, is that by lighting candles, it doesn't actually make, and passing the light, it doesn't mean that there's less light. It actually means that there is more. We are like lanterns. Our lives are meant to hold light that's been given to us by God. Sometimes we don't feel like we have this burning light inside. Well, the gift is, the good news is that he is light for us so that we can see. So we're going to pass the light to each other tonight, and we're going to sing a couple songs as we do it. We have, I think, we, we're, we're going to pass these out, and this is a very, very ancient tradition. I think that there's a few people going to help me with this. These candles tonight, I'm kind of jazzed about them. They are right from Bethlehem, and I'm really excited about that. Um, these are the ones that they're using tonight, so I'm going to pass these out, and there should be enough for every adult to get one, and... Uh, but if you have one and your neighbor doesn't, find a way to pass these on. And these folks are going to help pass these out a little bit more here. So there we go. Perfect. Friends, so tonight we're going to sing a couple songs. And uh, I invite you just to, uh, well, after these are all passed out, I'm going to invite you to stand. And as we light these candles, I hope you would get a sense that God is the one lighting our way and that he is the one who lights us. And even if we don't come with much, in fact, even if we don't come with anything at all, that doesn't dissuade him. He's quite pleased to have us come and join. He wants to be close to you. And he came to a town in Bethlehem, it was 2,000 years ago, and these people were normal and there was 
They were, but they were longing for something more. And maybe tonight you are coming longing too. We're going to sing two songs. And when we sing Silent Night, we're just, uh, I just hope that's going to be a prayerful moment for you to reflect on uh, what God is doing in this season. How maybe God is lighting something up for you. So that by it you might see. hiding from the storm found no place at the keeper's door it was for this a child was born to save a world so cold and hollow a sleeping town they did not know that lying in a manger low a savior has come to heal our sorrows. Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart for God to write his story? The shepherds count his sheep at night. Do not fear the glory light, you are precious in his sight. God has come to raise the lowly. Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart for God to write his story? you apart when you make room in your heart and trade your dreams for his glory a mother holds the promised light every wrong will be made right the road is straight the burden light for in his hands he holds tomorrow is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart for God to write his story? You can come as you are, but it may set you apart when you make room in your heart and trade your dreams for his glory is there room in your heart is there room in your heart is there room in your heart for god to write his story please please stand with us we're gonna sing a song and uh our room is going to be uh, reflective, and we're going to turn out some, some lights. So join us, and then we are going to be done. And uh, you are welcome to blow your candle out. You are maybe welcome to keep it lit and walk out to your car with it. But uh, you can take this candle home with you. And some people, some traditions have people uh, keeping a nighttime vigil. This should burn for almost an hour. 
So if you want to go home and light it t t tonight, uh, this you would be joining with millions of people who have put a vigil on saying, come Lord Jesus. Amen. Have a good night, everyone. faces around you. It's by the light of Christ that we actually see our neighbor. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. You may blow it out or just enjoy the moment. It's super pretty, isn't it? <laughs>